Booker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ayin Ches in Yuma. Daf Ayin Ches, number 78. <clears throat> we just, uh, the topic was, we're about seven, eight, nine lines down on the page. The topic was about walking through water on Yom Kippur. Is that considered a Tanug that you're not allowed to wash yourself, as the Mishnah said? So the Gemara, right after there's a parenthesis about nine lines down on the page, the Gemara says, Shabbos Dika Minomai. What about on Shabbos, when on, on Yom Kippur, you're not wearing shoes? So the issue is there, you're allowed to wash yourself. Is, is going through the water, is that a problem or not? That was what yesterday's Gemara discussed. Now the question is, on Shabbos, when you're wearing shoes, is there an issue of wearing shoes? Because maybe when you walk through the water, maybe the shoes will, uh, will slip off your foot in the water, and you might come to carry the shoes. That's the issue that we're discussing now, and that's the question that Gemara raises. So is wearing shoes on Shabbos, walking through water, is that a problem? The son-in-law of the uh, prince, uh, whoever the, the prince was, maybe it was uh, Rabbi Nasi's uh, grandson. In any case, he says, I saw Ravami Ravasi, or Kuma Demaya, they passed through a pool of water, Vavrua Derach Malbush, and they wore, they walked through the water on Shabbos wearing clothes. So they, and they're wearing the clothes, they're wearing the shoes, so apparently you're no concern. The shoes are tight enough and they're not going to fall off. Tenach Minel, that's fine by a shoe. Sandal Mai, what about a sandal? Well, sandal's much looser and that may fall off and you might come to carry Mike Lemaymer. Omar Ravachumi, Ravachumi said, Nichazisla Ravina, I saw Ravina, the Avra Derach Malbush, he was walking through the water with his clothes. And Ravashi Omar, uh, and that's what he said. In other words, Mashba that he answered the question and he was even wearing uh, sandals. Uh, so that was because he asked the question about sandals, and he said, "I saw, I saw uh, uh, Rav uh, wa- uh, I saw Ravina rather walking through Malbush. And apparently, he was wearing sandals, so his mashma was okay. Ravashim is sandal chichilol. The chichilol you shouldn't wear sandals. Sandals are more likely to fall off, and uh, you might come to care." The uh, Exilarc went to Agrunya at that place, and he stayed there for Shabbos, and he gave a drosha. They were mechabed with a drosha. Igla Agrunya, Lebe Rav Nosan, to the yeshiva, the house of Rav Nosan. Raphram, Vakula Rabbanan, Raphram and all the rabbis, Aslapir, came to hear the shear of the of the Reshkulis. Ravina Loasa, Ravina didn't show up, and the Reshkulis was a little upset that uh, Ravina, sort of speak, so to speak, uh, didn't show him the proper respect, didn't show up. Lamachar. So the next day, boy, Raphram, Lapukla Ravina, Midaita Reshkulisa, Raphram wanted to find an excuse for Ravina and us to take, his, take, uh, take him out of the mind of Reshkalusa. Reshkalusa was upset, so he figured, let me go find out what the story was with Ravina. Amalei, my time lost in Malapik. Why didn't you come to the shear yesterday of the Reshkalusa? Uh, Amalei, have you called like her? My foot hurt. So he bought a little mason, so you put on a shoe. Uh, it says, it was the back of my foot, meaning it was a place that uh, the shoe uh, wouldn't have been uh, very good there. The shoe... Uh, uh, allowed, uh, you know, would have, would have hurt his foot, would have pressed on his foot even more. So it was the back of his foot, so he was concerned about it. So he said that, um, uh, you know, that uh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't uh, if he puts shoes on, uh, the, it'll hurt even more. So he couldn't put on a shoe. That's what he told him. Gava the Karhavi, Boyle the Mirma, so put on a sandal. Sandal's looser, doesn't have that back on it, they wouldn't have hurt. Amalei, or Kuma there was a pool of water there, Borch on the road. And I was afraid to wear sandals through there. They, it's also to wear sandals uh, in a pool of water on Shabbos. So, so what if you would have 
worn the sandals. You're allowed to wear you allowed to wear clothes, walk through a pool of water on Shabbos Summer Lake. Lo Savar Lamar Lohar Ravashi, don't you hold what Ravashi said that sandal chachililo lechachililo? You're not supposed to. But the yeah, but if you did, okay, you did. You weren't over on Shabbos, not considered carrying. But the concern is that maybe you'll, they'll fall off. You'll come to carry them. Tanavuyudabar Grogris, that was his name. You shouldn't sit on mud, mud like muddy water, uh, watery mud on Yom Kippur, because uh, some of the water will uh, will wash you off. <laughs> Interesting, you know. It's even though it's mud, but uh, the 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 liquid in there, the, the water will will consider washing. I remember only only uh, mud that's very watery. It'll wet you. It's so watery this mud that it'll make something else wet enough to to water, you know to 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 wet something else. In other words, it's not enough if you touch it that it becomes wet, but it's an, it's enough water on there that the whatever touches it will will in turn be able to water something else, make something else moist. So in a case like that, you shouldn't sit in that onion kipper. Amar Buda, you're allowed to cool yourself off on Yom Kippur. All these things are issues of Yom Kippur, washing off, cooling off, etc. You're allowed to cool yourself off with fruit. In other words, not to eat them, of course, means to sit on the fruit. Uh, you're allowed to cool sitting on the fruit on Yom Kippur. Rabbi he said on a pumpkin, uh, Rava is the girsa, or Rabba, uh, the Agamar says Rabba, the girsa and the Bach is Rava. Uh, Rava Mitzanah Beinuka, he used uh, like fresh, to cool off with fresh twigs. Rava Mitzanah Bekasar Kaspa with a silver cup. Amra Papa Kasar Kaspa Mole, if it's full, Osir. If it's full, it's Osir, because the concern is uh, that if it's full, right, uh, you might pour some out, it might, some of it might spill out, and that'll, that'll wash you. Chaser, if it's missing, if it's not full, then shari. The pachra, but if it's made of earthenware, idividi also, whether it's full or not full, because the, the liquid oozes out of the, uh, of the uh, earthenware vessel, it oozes a lot more than silver. Silver is solid. This oozes out more, and therefore, even if it's not full, the concern is that not even if you, the concern is not that you'll just spill it, but it'll ooze out the liquid, the moisture will, will ooze out and wash you that way, and wa- is considered washing also. Ravashi Omar, even a silver cup, a silver vessel that's not full is also because it's very slippery and uh, it might slip out of your hands and you might, it might pour onto your, onto your body. So therefore, machlik is very smooth and initially it might slip out of your hand and it will spill on you. Zir Barchama Barchama was a host of the following rabbis, Ravami, Ravasi, Rabbanan, all the rabbis, uh, he was a, a host of that, the Kisri, all the rabbis of, of Caesarea, um, and uh, he hosted them. Have uh, that was what he did. He hosted them. One of the rabbis there, he said to uh, he was a host of Rabbi Shimon Levi. So he said now to Rabbi Yosef, the son of Shimon Levi, Bar Ari, son of a lion, like son of a great man. Come and I'll tell you, that your father uh, did. I'll tell you something great. He had like a towel or like a. Uh, a cloth uh, on Erev Yom Kippur. He soaked it in water. And then he dried it out, made it into a dry kli. And the next day on Yom Kippur, still had a little moisture in it. The next day he, washed, he wiped off his face, hands, and, and legs with that uh, garment. Erev Tishmah, he soaked it in water. In other words, he didn't even dry it off. On Tishmah, the next day it was still wet and he passed it over his eyes. Now the Argomar says Vachain, but the in the um and the, the Girsa he takes it out, the Gra takes out the Vachain. 
right? And he just says it separately because a separate incident. Kiyosa Rabba Mari, when Rabbi came, he said, Be'erav Tishabov, Ma'avim Lom B'tachas Roshosav, Ma'ayim Manicha Tachas Roshosav. And Be'erav Tishabov, he soaked the cloth in the water and left it under his... Uh, under his head. Ulamocha next day next day he washed off his hands, wiped off his hands, his face, hands and legs. Bervim Kipper, Bervim Kipper, Mavilomitpachas, they would bring him a cloth, Vishosamine, but Oslosakmin Kalim, they go and dry it out. Ulamocha Mavil Gavan, next day he walked and his story was reversed. Amalia of Yakul Ramiatlifa, Ipcha Amitlan, you told us the story the other way, meaning that on Yom Kippur it wasn't dried out. You're saying the story the way you're saying now is that when that on Yom Kippur he would dry it out. Uh, the story we had was the first way that Yom Kippur wasn't dried out, but rather on Yom Kippur he would uh, he would put it in water, right before Kishosam Mayim and made it the and um, and uh, The story here is that on Erev Tishabov they were bringing Kishosam Mayim Menichav Agav. So he said, you tell us the story the other way, that on Yom Kippur wasn't really dried out, and I asked you, Akasha, then it's chita is concerned that if it's not dried out on Yom Kippur, and you squeeze it, by you, you press it on your, if it's going to squeeze out the water, that's a problem of chita, that's a malacha. And malacha on Yom Kippur is just like malacha on, on Shabbos. So I asked him that question. So the story Rashi brings down the gears a slightly a little different Rashi says that if uh, above and Yom Kippur, you didn't make it come in you didn't dry it out. So I ask you, isn't that schita? Rashi has another lotion that he mentions that uh, that the question was according to that gears, he was asking even if it was dried out, but it wasn't dried out that much, it could it could have been schita. Either way, he asked him. And this story was that uh, that there was a problem of schita. They asked Rabbi Lozer. This is Rabbi Lozer ben Pedas, the town. Rabbi Lozer ben Pedas. They asked him this kasha. Zokain. Now this this kasha is not really germane to our issue over here, but he's going to another kasha. The second kasha they asked him is regarding Yom Kippur. This is a different kasha. Zokain v'yoshev yeshiva. If you have an elder who sits in the uh, in the yeshiva, he sits in the assembly of the Tamir Chacham. Sits in the yeshiva. So he asked him this question. That uh, if you have a person like that uh, who is a is a tam chacham and he's also a member of the yeshiva, does he need brashus from the from the prince? I mean, from from the president of the country to give him kavod to ask him is he allowed to be matzah bechoras? Shalat bechoras is uh, if you have a uh, firstborn short kesef oes uh, that's automatically kadosh even bezmanazeh. So the only way you're allowed to eat it is you give it to the coin, but the coin would rather have a mum in there so you could shecht it right away and eat it. Otherwise, he has to deal with it. It's kachim. You're not allowed to mess with it until, the, until there's a base migdash. So what about Zagin? Does he have to take Rosh so to speak, to Paskin Halachas about Bechoros to, to, to be a judge whether it's, uh, there's a mu- proper mum in there and it wasn't done uh, on purpose? Oh, ain't so. Does he not use Rosh Does Mike me boilu? What was the question? This thing, this uh, honor they left for the president, so to speak, so he should be considered great. In other words, even though a person is a great time, he should still ask Rishus from the president or the prince of the country to, uh, if he's allowed to, paskin shalz of that. Does he have to? It's says, keeping the zakim deyoshi b'shiva ain't sarach. So he answered him, oh, don't you say, no, keeping the zakim deyoshi b'shiva ain't sarach. 
This rabbi got up. He was also an elder, Tamar Chacham, and stayed and learned in the yeshiva. Was a member of the of the academy. And he stood higher above even greater than this person's grandfather. He was even greater than this man. And he was and, and he took rishus. And as he was greater than that person, and still he took rishus. So you have to ask rishus. That wasn't what happened. The reason he asked for shus for a different reason. He was a coin, and the Kohenim are always suspected of uh, cheating because they, they don't want to have to take care of the of the Bechor until Mashiach comes to the base of Megdash. So they're suspected of putting a mum in the animal to get away with it. So here's the question. Is Allah like Ramey or Damar Achash Bedavar Lo Don of Lomido? person Chash like a coin. Koinim or Chashud are suspected of putting a mum in the Bechor, and therefore they can't judge and they can't give testimony. He's not believed on his own animal. His own animal, he's no gay bedover. But on somebody else's animal, he would. That he's not under suspicion. In other words, he's allowed to paskin for somebody else. And that's why maybe he asked Rishus over there, because there was a Shaila. He is a Kohen himself. But maybe a person who's a regular Tamar Chacham, maybe he doesn't have to ask Rishus. Anyway, that was the story with the question about the Bechor. And then they asked this question of Rabbi you're allowed to go out with a bamboo, like a, uh, a tree-based shoe on Yom Kippur. I saw him go out with a sandal, like, like we go out with Crocs today or sneakers, things that are not made out of leather. Are you allowed to? So he says, hey, I, saw, I saw this great rabbi, Shuban Levi, go out with Yom Kippur. And I asked him, what about a tiny zebra, a real tiny zebra, not like our tiny zebra, today's tiny zebra, a tiny zebra where they fasted because there was no rain and it was a real tiny zebra and they, uh, they were knowing all the uh, other isurim, they really, uh, all the other isurim of a tiny zebra with the kriya and everything. So that's the question. Uh, what about a tiny zebra? They were also knowing you couldn't go out with shoes, etc. My Amr Lotion, there's no difference. On Tanya Sibri, you're also allowed to go out with these kind of shoes. Amar Rabba bar Avchana, I knew he says Rav Lazar to Mininvei. I saw Rav Lazar from Ninvei. She also was on Shoshan b'Tanya Sibri. But Minalan, I asked him Yom Kippur. My Amar Lei Loshan, the same thing on Yom Kippur. So they paskin over here that shoes that are not leather shoes, basically, you're allowed to go out. Rav Yudah Nafik b'Dehitni, he went out with shoes made out of reeds. Abai Nafik b'Dehutzi, made out of palm branches. Rav Nafik b'Dehitni, twisted reeds. All these are tree-based shoes. Are okay. Rabba bar Avhuna. Korach Sudrakari, he even wrapped a cloth around his foot, Benafik, and he went out. It wasn't a shoe, he had like a makeshift shoe. He took some cloths and wrapped around his feet. Masar Rabbi Chama, he asked this Kasha. Hakitea cripple. Yotzebe Kapsha was allowed to go out with his wooden stump on, on Shabbos. Shabbos is, is it carrying on Shabbos? And he says, You're allowed to go out. Diver of Meir. You're not allowed to. Ksover, let's not consider it a shoe, since it's not everybody. That's not a shoe, that's like carrying. Everybody agrees you can't go with it on Yom Kippur, right? Uh, that's what Rashi explains. Alma, that's a Kippur. Alma Afal Gav to Rabbi even though Rabbi Yosef, it's not a shoe. Afiloch, it's still too, it's it's still also to wear on on Yom Kippur. So it should be the same thing with a bamboo and all these other reeds and things like that. These tree based shoes, so uh, that you can't use it on Yom Kippur. Amar so that's a kasha. All these aterim for these other kinds of shoes. Here you see. That he said, even Rabbi Yossi, uh, everybody agrees. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi argue about Shabbos, 
whether it's also on Shabbos, if they're sure or not. But I both agree you can't wear it on Yom Kippur. Amar by Hossam, this by Kisisim. The reason why you can't wear it is because it's got pads. Uh, it's got pads. Umushim Tanik, because it's enjoyable. In other words, it's a kind of a, um, it's a wooden stump that's got pads in it, so he's getting enjoyment out of it. If it's not considered a shoe, it's not a vessel, then the pads make it into one. If it's not a shoe, so what's the problem? So pads don't make it into shoe. Just because you have some enjoyment doesn't mean every, every tonic on Yom, on Yom Kippur is also. If it's not a shoe, you're allowed to. He wrapped, he wrapped the cloth around his foot, but enough again, he went out with it. It wasn't a shoe. It, it gave him some enjoyment because his feet didn't have to walk on the rocks. And he, and he will allow it to vote. Midik Tani Seif, it's safe, it says over there, it says over there, if, if that stump has a place to put pads in, it's got like a receptacle, a place where you can put pads in there, then it's Tomei, because then it's a clean. Machal Dereshalav, but it's like Sisa Naskin. It must be the, the Rashi speaking where it doesn't have pads. So I can't say it's speaking where he has pads. So what's your answer? Ella Amarava Laolam Koyama Minal. Everybody holds it is a shoe. Uva Shabbos Papaligi. Everybody holds it's a shoe. In other words, Forget about the, the, the bamboo and the reeds and all that. That's not a shoe. It's not considered a shoe. But a wooden stump is considered a shoe. What's the machlok said on Shabbos then? Rameyer says, Rameyer says what, that you're not, you're not goes there. He's allowed to go out with it because you're not worried that he's going to take it off and carry it just because the guy, the guy is a cripple. He needs a stump. He can't walk carrying it. Whereas Rabiosi is goes there. Rameyer holds you're not goes there. And Rabiosi holds you are goes there. But it's definitely a shoe, and since it's a shoe, that's why Rabbi Yossi said they both agree that on Yom Kippur you can't go, you can't wear it on, on Yom Kippur because it's a shoe. It's a proper shoe, and a proper shoe you don't wear on on um, on Yom Kippur, even if it's not made out of. It's not considered. It's not made out of leather. It's not considered uh, even. It's not considered. Uh, it's not made out of leather, but it's still considered a shoe because that's how that's how he dresses. That's how the cripple dresses. So you can't wear it on, on Yom Kippur. Whereas you could wear other things like bamboo and stuff like that, and reeds and things like that. Those aren't considered shoes. All these serum that we said back in the Mishnah, for in the in the Mishnah on the beginning of the parak that you're not allowed to wear on. Now to do these things, Yom Kippur, also Bachil of that we said that's considered one, or Bachitza, Vesikra, Vinasasan, Lovtash Shemita, all those things that, that are also, but for children, we allow them to wear shoes. Uh, we, we allow them to wear other things, I mean, excuse me, we allow them to do other things except for the shoes. Tenokis Mutar Bakun Chusmi Nelsandal, Maisha Nelsandal, why, why can't you put on shoes? The Amr Inchi, the Amr Inchi of the the parents made it for the Kim, so it's like, it's like oh, the parents put them shoes on. And that it's suspected. That the Torah forbade. Rav Asher had a shear about this. Remember whether uh, whether the children, things that are children for that are, that are also for children to do, is a daraiz or a drabonan that the parents are are warned to uh, keep them away from doing isurim. So here Rashi says, There's a deraisa that parents are supposed to uh, not, even though the children are not bar mitzvah, but you're not supposed to do, uh, help them do isurim. If they do it isur on their own, fine. They're not chayim. You're not supposed to help them. So why Neil's a sandal, Amri and Sheh Abdullah, it's also to wear, for the kids to wear shoes? Because people say the parents did it and that they were over at isur. So people also also we did also the parents did it for it. No, the parent, people will think that maybe they got a bath or they were anointed the day before. 
Maybe they'll say also they put the shoes on the day before Yom Kippur. It's impossible to do the day before. The Amashmul, Haiman the boy, Lamitim, Taimir, Mesus. If you want to taste what death tastes like, the sign of son to put your shoes on the leg and go to sleep. In other words, it's very bad to sleep with shoes on. So the parents wouldn't have done that. So people won't say that. And therefore, uh, the other things people will say, okay, they did it before, they won't suspect them. But here, if the kids wear shoes on Yom Kippur, the, the people will suspect the parents of putting the shoes on. So it's like, it's like a, a drabonan, right? It's like drabonan. The other things, people won't suspect them of. But here, they will be suspected. It's not like a gzera. Rashi says over here, um, uh, you can give it to him. So you can give him food, and you can wash him. They'll know that you did it today. It's not that oh, your reason you're allowed to wash is people think you did it the day before. It's really sir. But people will say that you did it the day before. No, we're not saying that. We're saying you're allowed to to give to wash them and feed them and anoint them on Yom Kippur. Right? They're all all those things are mutter except for except for the shoes. So there's no Isser on, on children. The Isser is only on Gedolim, not on Ketanim. The things that are not involved in their natural growth. Rabbanan didn't make Ixera, right? The things that are not part of natural growth. There the Rabbanan said, okay, listen, you have to, uh, you have to keep shoes. And it's not a Doraisa, but uh, shoes they don't need. In other words, it's necessary to wash the kids and feed them and anoint them. That's necessary for their natural growth. But shoes, if they don't have shoes, not so bad. So therefore, the Rabbanimetic Zerah, they shouldn't wear shoes on Yom Kippur. And that's the idea that children are allowed the other things, but they can't put on shoes. My mother told me, Rabbi said, the natural growth, in other words, the way to raise children is to give them hot, warm water, and oil. If they grow a little bit more, Beo said, because to give them an egg in, uh, in Kusach, which is like a combination of, uh, of uh, milk, uh, sour milk, and salt, and bread crusts. In other words, it's proper to give them that to eat. Godalport, a little bit bigger, it's foreign money. You'll even allow them to break, uh, it's healthy for them to break, uh, you know, pieces of uh, earthenware. It's like good for them, get it out of their system. Uh, because you know, let them take out their anger on the on these things instead of on people. He would buy, he would buy uh, like broken pieces of earthenware so they should break them. In other words, there's things that are part of the natural growth that we don't keep away from them on Yom Kippur. But the shoes it's not necessary for them to have shoes. They can manage without shoes also. Therefore, the Rabbanan didn't make exer there. So it's interesting that. That the Anyavamas, the Rashi quoted the Gemara, it says, That's how his Yerik Dolomalak Tam Shaliyas to be a dime dove or usher. But like Lasochim, you shouldn't give them, Losachilum, you shouldn't give them things that they shouldn't eat. But over here, uh, these things were only usher on adults, not on children. Children are necessary for their growth, that the Torah didn't forbid. Adults, it's not necessary. They can manage without eating and manage without washing for a day or two, not so bad. But for children, it's necessary. Therefore, the Torah didn't usher that. The mission said, they're allowed to wash the, the king and, and a kala are allowed to wash their face. Tanakama there says that um, even a melech and, a, and a, uh, a bride should not wash your face. They're allowed to. A, uh, a woman who recently gave birth should not wear sandals, says the Tanakam. She's allowed to. My time. 
Melech Mishum Lechsev, Melech Biyaf of Techazana. A king should be seen in his beauty, so he should always be properly washed, etc. Your eyes should, should behold a king in his beauty. You don't want her to become uh, repulsive to her husband. How long you allow her this? In other words, how long ago was the wedding that she's allowed to wash her face on Yom Kippur? For 30 days, you let her wear all kinds of ornaments, even if she's in Avelis. The same thing over here on Yom Kippur, she's allowed to wash if she's within 30 days of the wedding. A woman who gave birth recently is allowed to wear sandals because her feet could become cold and she could become sick and then the baby could die. Uh, so therefore, we allow her that. If there's a danger of scorpions in the area, and scorpions can bite one's foot and cause death, then everybody, not just a not just a lady who just gave birth, but everybody's allowed to wear shoes because that's already sakonas tefashas. We're matzer for everybody. All right, uh, we'll stop here. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Have a good day, everybody.